1: The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from the beautiful Gold Coast Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Knapsack Files on the Road. I'm Ken Knapsack. Thank you all for listening and making this the number one comedy podcast on Potomatic. It's not iTunes. It's not Stitcher. But Podomatic, I'll take it. Uh, we uh, I categorized this as comedy years ago because I couldn't find a, a perfect category for it. Uh, so sometimes it's a little miscategorized. But uh, we do some funny things here from time to time. But a lot of times we do other things. So uh, I want to thank you all, listeners, for that. But uh, I have with me now here today a very special guest. We're here at the Cauliflower Alley Club in Las Vegas, Nevada, a uh, pro wrestling – well, convention's not the right word. It's an alumni association um, and a great uh, – Great group that we're here for. But this guest I've been trying to get for a long time, but uh, he lived in Southern California with with me. I've actually managed him in the wide world of professional. Wrestling and Millennium Pro Wrestling, uh, but he has since moved north of the wall uh, to do some fantastic things. He's, he was a professional jouster, professional stuntman, professional wrestler, like I said, a professional con man, I believe, as well. He's done a lot of things. Uh, he is Whiskey Fist McIntosh or Jay Thompson, but I know you affectionately as Whiskey. Thank you for joining me, sir. Hi thanks for having me it's been a, it's a pleasure um um I, I don't even know where to begin with you uh, uh, because you've done so much in your life uh, a lot of it ends up fighting bears as i've said before um yes. and and, and you, you were telling me before we had to stop this recording to start over but i wanted to you you went to disneyland you were saying when you go to disneyland you request the artist to draw special pictures of you
0: right uh <clears throat> the artists that do the characters uh caricatures or whatever yeah I, yeah uh of uh, of people and um <clears throat> last time I went I I had I excuse me I had asked him to draw one of me with a, like a godlike body a big mane of hair and I'm riding uh a pair of dolphins <laughs> underneath my feet <clears throat> and I'm using uh kelp as reins and uh, and I have uh those uh, kelp reins in one hand and in my other hand I have a trident and I just like Kool-Aid it through a galleon and there's like people flying in the air and stuff. And this is from personal experience though, so you've probably Right, just memories of the past and you know my my youth and stuff. The next one but since I've taken up uh shirtless bear wrestling um up <clears> in throat> the throat> mountains of Tahoe, uh I'm going to next time I go to Disneyland, I'm going to have one where uh um I'm bare knuckle boxing a bear shirtless of course yeah naturally yeah and um there's going to be a broken down school bus in the background and (laughs) the kids are cheering me on and you're defending you're giving the kids just enough time right or or i could have i could be like boxing a bunch of children and the bus could be full of bears cheering me on i could switch (laughs) it up that way i I think i'd buy that shirt
1: (laughs) all right i want to start we're in vegas here and first thing is You are an expert on getting things for free, discounted, or knowing the secret rules of Vegas. How did you get these? We're talking about the sandwich, we're talking about last night we had dinner at Ellis Island, you
0: knew to go there for a free beer special. Right. How do you know all this stuff? Um, A lot of it uh, comes from my friend Chris who uh, goes to Vegas a lot and and just looking up deals online and stuff and uh, message boards and such. like a great way to uh, to get a a room upgrade mm-hmm. is what I always do is I call it the sandwich some people call it like the20 dollar trick. What I do is uh, sandwich is much more dignified. correct. <coughs> I agree. Um, what I do is uh, I'll book the cheapest room online, and mm-hmm. when I show up to check in at the front desk, they ask for the credit card that you made the booking on and your ID, and in between those cards, I have a folded up20 dollar bill that sticks out. And I hand it to them, and I ask them if there's any room upgrades available. And what they do is they pocket that twenty, and if there's a suite that's not being occupied for that for the yeah. night, they'll give it to me. And it's worked 100 percent of the time at Bally's. Um, yeah, we would get a, uh, a room with a with a hot tub like 10 feet from the bed a bidet <laughs> that that a bidet yeah that that burned my my fiance's delicates because the water was too hot I, I made her try it out because I've never seen one before as you should um, have you ever, you ever been rejected at all for the sandwich no
1: no it's just it's worked every time well and we doubted you three years or yeah, three years ago now we yeah. came, or two years ago we, we came to vegas <laughs> with you and stayed here and um you you gave lethal logan x our, our partner in crime you said hey here do the sandwich right and we got an upgrade it worked yeah, both of us did yeah yeah and i was nervous as hell i thought we were going to be kicked out some pit boss was going to come up to us and toss us
0: out of i home. know and, and the thing is like logan x is a, he's a detective and you know his, yeah. his real job and And he's a cop. He's worked the streets, you know, alone. And, you know, and it's... So he's seen some gnarly shit. And to see... He was visibly nervous to do this. He was... He was... I couldn't believe that just trying to get a free room upgrade with a $20 bill um, would make this guy nervous he was that he was chatting a lot and ner- laughing nervously and stuff and it's like i thought he's you know like he's buying drugs or something for the first time it's really fun what, what is the casino that you've gone to where <laughs> you know, you've inserted pictures of yourself onto the collages um or something like i that? really don't know what you're talking about i'd never do anything <laughs> like that um there's there, there's a couple of uh places in in vegas where they have like black and white photos of like dean martin and <laughs> and sammy and like lucille ball and stuff and what i do is uh <clears throat> i've done this with mike frank uh who will remain nameless because i don't want to yeah uh, get him in trouble um i don't do it anymore i um anyways i would photoshop my face uh over like dean martin's or, or frank sinatra's or something and i'd print it out and i'd go to like a 99 cent store buy one of those certificates of achievement that you get for a dollar yeah that comes with a a cheap black frame buy one of those and i'd slide that picture in there and on the other side i'd have 3m double-sided tape yeah and i'd put it in like a gift bag you know and i just go to the restroom and when nobody's looking i'd put it up there last time i did it um i had one stay up there for in the bathroom probably like seven eight months because I think, didn't we have to check one?
1: Th- or maybe we had a mission where you wanted us, to pull uh, Logan X and I, to, to check on one. Maybe that was wrong. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, just to see if it's still in there. So and this is some
1: you've got definitely. to carry this plan out. You've got to scout. you got to know.
0: Right, yeah. And uh, sometimes friends of mine would be like, oh, yeah, we're going to Vegas next week. And then I would like text them saying, I need you to go to this bathroom at this place. It's over by yeah. this. And just go to the third stall in and let me know if you see my, my face <laughs> looking at you while you're pooping. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not even scratching
1: the surface on you. Let, let me. I want to start with the, the jousting. How, okay. When did you get into
0: that? How did you get into that? Okay. Uh, I was testing video games, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I decided to make a uh, things to do before I die list. Right. Um, I mean, because an airplane could land on your head and you didn't get it in time, you know, or you you can have an aneurysm or something. So I made a very ridiculous things to do before I die list. And to become a knight was like, and joust on horses was like right up there in the top two, top three. And, um how i got into that was I, I went to some renaissance fairs and i would watch like the jousting yeah and if they look like jobbers and it looked totally phony that that's not good enough for me i wanted to do the real thing and not like yeah. spray painted leather and shit right so uh i ran into this guy named steve weems and uh <clears throat> excuse me he was um he had really big draft horses and stuff and and uh i just started training under him and i did that for I want to say in 2000 was the time that I first started training and, and all that. Yeah. And we traveled all over, all over the place, doing these shows and, and everything. And and uh, and I competed in a real tournament, Jousting Full Contact Tournament, World Championships in Estes yeah. Park, Colorado in 2009. I placed fourth in the world in light armor. And uh, I got a payday out of it, and I retired. I quit that was after, after that. And uh, the, the group I was Jousting with was Steve. <laughs> right, right um eventually just folded we just we the horses that um that we used to ride we uh we had rescued from various forms of abuse and neglect and gave them a second chance and a new life and stuff and the, as the as the years went by the horses were getting older and a lot of them started passing away and uh i probably you, could have jumped ship and gone with somebody else or whatever but um the group i was with it was is the best it's yeah. just the best group, best horses, best crew, and you can't. Lightning's not going to strike twice, with as far as I'm concerned. With that, it's stuff, a pretty so. tight
1: knit community, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, it is. And a lot of people. So when they they hear <clears throat>
1: jousting, you mentioned Renaissance fairs. They think a medieval times, medieval or crimes, me, yeah. medieval crimes. And but then a couple years ago, there was those uh, a couple competing reality TV shows based around the different jousting communities.
0: Yeah. And you knew a lot of those guys, right? Yeah, I knew those guys that started those things. You know, the head guys for those shows. Right. I've done shows, events with them, and shows and stuff. I like mean, that. and it's serious
1: stuff. I mean, the armor's real. Everything's. What was your what, serious injuries that you've had?
0: I blew my ACL, and uh, I've had to have like two, three surgeries. That you know, right. for that because the first surgery was a complete butchery <laughs> of my knee. <clears throat> um, yeah, there's that I mean, serious, serious injury, injuries. Yeah.
1: Big time injuries, and and, the, and you mentioned payday, but it, it can't be that much in, in money no, in it for uh, career wise, right? No,
0: no, no. You're, you're not going to make a living off it unless and, you're
1: on TV or something. And and that's what that guy who was <coughs> head of that one show was trying to build. He was trying to build like a
0: professional. Right. I mean, they just you guys, you guys have it. Yeah, but and the thing a bigger, is, uh, with that world championships and 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 Park, there's over forty thousand dollars in prize money. That they have, you know, so that But that's spread out. It's spread out, but I mean, I mean, if you if you're just doing the games and you, I mean, I threw a spear into yeah. a bullseye and I got five hundred bucks for that. Oh, okay. So I mean, there's a lot of money that, that can be made, but it, it's also dependent on how many people show up and everything. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it, it it does pay a lot, but that's once a year at the at that tournament. There's other tournaments that they have around uh, mm-hmm. the country and stuff too. But the thing is. Horses cost a lot of money, and yeah. you, trailers cost a lot of money. Trucks cost a lot of money, and and upkeep for all of that stuff. Vet bills, shoeing bills. Right. You have to have armor custom made to fit you, and not only is it expensive, but it's hard to get because yeah. not a lot of people build armor for jousting, You know, <laughs> not a lot of
1: smiths out there doing
0: that. Right. Huh? I mean, you could put on some cardboard and tape some aluminum foil and call yourself Lord <laughs> Reynolds of Wrap and stuff, but you're not. You'd be an idiot to in that shit. So yeah. 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 Um, and then from there when did you get into stunt work? That was on on my bucket list too. Was uh, because wow. my favorite TV Your list show list got to be published. <clears throat> yeah, my favorite TV show of all time is The Fall Guy. With, with Lee, <laughs> Lee Majors. Majors. Yeah, and I wanted that truck. Uh I wanted that <laughs> I wanted that tub he had outside so I could yes. sit in it with a cigar and a scotch. And um and uh so and I Found this stunt uh, stunt school that by uh, a guy named Gary Baxley. He doubled yeah. uh, uh, one of the Duke boys, mm. you know, the Dukes of Hazzard, yeah. and he jumped the Charger. And um, you talking about driving it? Driving it. He was that he was, the was his guy. thing. He, he was, was the guy. He doubled uh, Luke Duke. Gotcha. Or Bo, the blonde one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't yeah, remember which. I,
1: I'm having trouble remembering, but
0: it works. <laughs> <coughs> it yeah. Like... So I went to Gary Baxley Stunt School in Topanga Canyon, mm-hmm. and. Um, i am never afraid. Yeah, he, then I I got set on fire. I did ratchets and air rams and and uh, all kinds of pr- everything. Every yeah. driving and th- he scared the shit out of me. He, uh, fucking, he, the, we're doing stunt driving and we're out on this canyon road. It's a dirt gravel road. Yeah, and it's and it's up in this canyon, and uh, he's drifting around a corner and there's on, no like rail on the no, side. No safety. Yeah, yeah, you could just Homer Simpson the whole way down if you lose it. <laughs> and <clears throat> and so there's no safety rail and we're we're. We're facing the mountain as we're hauling ass sideways. Yeah, doing like 30 miles an hour, and it doesn't seem like you're going that fast. But when you're on a very narrow road and your car is sideways, it's 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 scary. Oh yeah, you're leaving <clears> prints yeah. on that seat. He, and he's explaining to me the advantages of front wheel drive over rear, and tire pressure, and different types of e brakes that really help you out and stuff. Casually, as this right. is Right. Yes, one hand he's doing this with, you know, steering the car. The other hand he's holding his coffee and he's telling me this stuff. And there's, I, I left teeth marks in the seat. <laughs> <clears throat> but, are and you, is it true that you held that you hold or
1: held the record for most deaths on a thousand ways to die? Yeah,
0: yeah. I died like six times, I think, on that show. And um, it, that was a, a, such a fun <laughs> show to work on. What are your deaths? Uh, the first one was I was uh, drinking and driving and mm-hmm. I st- stuck my head out to throw up. And uh, and my uh, my car drifted off to the side of the road, and my head hit a mailbox, and it took my head off. So that was the first one, and I was so happy that um, that I was going to be on the show. And right. I I called my dad and I told him um, it starts at eight o'clock. I don't know where at and which segment I'm going to be in, right. but I just know that the show is going to be on at eight. <clears throat> uh, watch it with mom, and and uh, and I'll talk to you later. And he's like, all right. So um, I get a, it, it was like a. Two or three hour like marathon of it, right. and of course my episode was the very last one. Yeah, the, my my segment was last of the stretch. I get a phone call from my eighty year old grandmother, and she was just saying, "Oh, that show's nasty. I, I can't <laughs> believe." The, blah 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 blah. She said, "That's a horrible show," and I just felt awful that she <laughs> sat through, her through that. Two, she said, "I sat through two hours of that mess waiting for you," and she said, and your head, uh, got." knocked off with that mailbox, and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm really sorry. She said, and she's like, you know, that wouldn't happen. And I was assuming that she was saying that I would never drink and drive, which I wouldn't. Right. It's, that's, and, and, I pretty- thought that's, right and I thought that's what she was saying. She said, you know, that never happened. You're Scottish. Your head would have destroyed that mailbox. <laughs> so... Yeah.
1: Um, And then uh, professional, we could do a whole show on professional wrestling. That's why we're here in Vegas. You started around the same time. Then you've been doing what? Yes. Are you retired from wrestling? You you kind of had to because
0: of of location switch, right? But but, it doesn't make any sense for me to travel like yeah four or five hours to make twenty bucks or something like that. I, I do love it I always have a passion for it um yeah. but the only time I'm gonna get in a ring is if I you know when I come down to cauliflower or, or yeah. if I'm in town and in some someone's and got, something, it. got someone's got a show and they want to throw me in I'll go on there and have some fun was but, that a bucket list thing too oh yeah that was the top so when did you make this bucket list I made it in uh I think like 99 or something like that really like that. yeah yeah um that was at the very top professional mm-hmm. wrestler was the top of the list because uh Um, my grandpa I I grew up Two hours outside of Memphis, along the Uh, Mississippi River. Yeah, yeah, Memphis. So right in in that, yeah, yeah, the Heartland of Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And uh, my grandpa, he was a huge, huge influence on me in my life. And he would take me fishing all the time. And he told me World War II stories that he never told his wife or anybody else. Nice, yeah. Um, He was there when... Not nice, but... (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) He's, I mean, we're trying to catch catfish in in his little boat out there in the middle of nowhere in Missouri. And he's telling me how he was there when Mussolini... Got strung up in the tree. He saw that. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. So he shared a lot of things with me, and, and we were very good friends. Yeah. And here I am, like seven years old, and all that stuff. And he's, he was just like my world, you know. And yeah. we would watch wrestling together. And Jerry Lawler was one of his yeah. favorites. Uh, and he hated the freebirds. Anybody with long hair, he hated. <laughs> and, uh, I, I remember watching the whole Andy Coffin thing. Uh, oh, the, yeah. That, you know, all, that was live. I remember watching that with him. And, uh, so, And I remember I'm this little kid, and, I, and we're watching wrestling, and I, I'm just loving it, and he's loving it. And I said, hey, Papa, one day you're going to see me on TV wrestle. And he just thought that was funny. Right. So I found Jesse Hernandez, the school of hard knocks. Right. And yeah. uh, I started training. About a little over a year after training, I had my first match as a swap meet. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I think I was second or third match. Uh, which, if if you're familiar with wrestling, how a card is put together, the second or third match isn't really that important. Right. The first match is very important because you have to set the pace for the show. And you're limited to what you can do in the ring because guys later on in the card need to… Need to use do, those moves, those need spots. Need to use those moves. So, um, <clears throat> I wore my family kilt. Yeah. And um, my friend videotaped it. I had some friends drive all the way out to San Bernardino for it. And uh, videotaped it. And I sent the tape to my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And right around that time he's on dialysis machine and his health oh, was starting wow. to decline and he uh he saw me wrestle on the TV and he yeah. thought it was great, he loved it, and uh, at that point I was just ready to just walk wipe up. my hands with it and walk away from you it did because it. I accomplished what I set out to do. Yeah. And ninety-nine percent of the guys that get into wrestling, they want to be on on the, the pay-per-views and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I didn't give a shit about any of that. Because I yeah. as a realistic guy, you know, I think I started training when I was like almost thirty. You right, know. late late in the game, yeah. Late in the game, and I don't have size on me. I was mm-hmm. just an average. You do have down. strength. You have ox strength. <laughs> yeah. or, or as Logan
1: would say, cock strength. Cock strength,
0: yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. It, 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 what the, but the links you had to go to uh, to, to learn to be a wrestler, uh, and Jalstein, I'm sure, Stuntman as well, you, these, are bu- these aren't simple bucket list things If I'm going to go visit London. Right. <laughs> these are <laughs> things you're going to do. You drove, didn't you sleep on the ring? Uh, yeah, I, I did. You know? uh,
0: once I started working uh, the Covina show, so that Covina mm-hmm. is like Jesse's town. That's yeah. where he does his, his shows. Friday nights, uh, I would get out of work early, and I'd Go sit in traffic for like two three hours just to get the Covina, yeah. and I'd uh, work the Covina shows, and I'd help pack up, and then um, I would drive out to to the wrestling school where Jesse would dump uh, park his ring truck, yeah, and I'd sleep in the ring at the wrestling school. Wow! And uh, next morning I'd wake up, take out the trash, wipe the windows down, sweep, uh, have, get some cheap donuts and pop tarts or whatever from the right. gas station across the street, and uh, and train for most of the okay. day on Saturday and the thing is <clears throat> I'm not sure what his training schedule is but I really wanted to get the most from my money
1: because mm-hmm.
0: if you were to train during the week you'd only be in there for like three maybe four hours but on Saturdays it's like half the day right so you it, it costs to me it costs the same thing so if I'm going to do it I'm going to Make a whole Saturday out of it, right? So. And
1: again, this is a, this speaks to the testament of you again. I mean, these are these are not easy goals you're setting out to do. No. It. and I met you in May of 2010 at the Millennium Pro Wrestling Return Show. Um, we, we, I was managing, uh, unfortunately, now the late Cincinnati Red against uh, Lethal Logan X, yep. and, and you, you show up in this kilt and this this gimmick whiskey fist Macintosh. Yeah, at least your finisher is stiff, yeah. as your T-shirt <laughs> says. And uh, I didn't really know you, and you were such a polite guy. I'd, I've been in and out of. Wrestling Since 2001, and you don't run into a lot of—it's not that you don't run into polite people. It's a tight knit brotherhood, and if you're—you don't—you're not quite in it, or as me when you're kind of a lowly manager. uh, But you weren't like that. You—you were warm and and embracing right from the from the get go. Um, But we met, um, and and that night we were in a ring with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, You got – and I always tell you, I've said it on this show, I've I've, I've bragged about it. I've humble bragged elsewhere where Piper punched me and I had a swollen face for three days. But my punch was 50% less than the punch Piper gave you.
0: Every time I hear that man's name, my jaw hurts. (laughs) He still got a snap in that because, I mean, he was a boxer too. And he was the nicest guy. Humble, quiet. And I remember like we had to get from the front of the building to the back. And and where we were at, it's hard to describe. You couldn't just walk from one end of the building to the other because things were walled off or whatever. And all yeah, this gym equipment. Yeah, yeah. And I think Paul said, uh, take Piper around the, the back of the building. You're going to have to go through the alley. And I'm like, okay. So we're talking and we're going. And and uh, and he was like one of my childhood heroes yes. in wrestling. Yes. You know? And I never, ever for a minute thought that I would uh, have conversations with him, much less – Getting a ring with him and everything. Yeah. This is a dream come true. Yeah. And I'm well, I'm walking and there's and I grew up watching him. I loved him. There's so many things I read his books and there's yeah. so many things I wanted to uh, chat with him about. But I couldn't say shit. I was just yeah. so like to to he was like one of the biggest celebrities in, in my yeah. world, you know what I mean? Yeah and, absolutely. and I was just starstruck. And I'm and um and he was, and he's just he's trying to spark up conversation with me and I'm just like, Yes, sir, no sir and <laughs> and then I stop and he's like, We're in we're in the alley, going yeah. to the back. And I kind of stopped and I just shake my head. He's all, is everything all right? I said, I never once thought I would be walking through a dark alley with Rowdy Roddy Piper. And I said, forgive me, but this is just blowing me away right now. So I'm sorry <laughs> if I seem a little weird. And he just started laughing. He thought it was really funny. And I asked him, I said, would you be offended if I wore my family kilt and a right, Hot Rod right. shirt? And he said, no. He, he said, he said, he said, I'm. Yeah, Humble, humbled that you that my gimmick influenced you. Yeah, in this way.
1: Yeah, and that and that's uh, yeah, that that was what's was so funny is you you were trying to be his long lost cousin during that night. Right. It was a great promo. Yeah,
0: and that promo that I cut was mm-hmm. um, it, it's unless if you don't know his story, if you didn't read his books, the yeah. promo that I cut you it wouldn't have made much sense to you. Right, but I didn't do it for the fans. That's the first time I cut a promo that was not. For the, for the fans, for the audience, that was yeah. like him and I looking at each other in, in the eye, and 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 uh, and that was everything I said in that ring was something I wanted to share with him only, yeah. and everybody else would just happened to be in the room, if you know. Yeah, you know when I, I said things like, uh, you know, cousin, you never come by, you never pick me up in the yellow canary, and and that was the name <laughs> of his Cadillac that he had years ago, and uh and 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 then his the his expression changed where he was like legitimately touched that yes. I brought up all of these little things yeah and stuff and uh, that it, was really cool. It
1: was a great moment because uh, Red got to cut a promo and I, I yeah. to talked to him, I uh, one of the little things because of what we had, it was a small independent show, Millennium Pro Wrestling when we were just starting up, we only had one microphone yeah so <laughs> Piper had cut started talking and we came down to interrupt him and I got to take the microphone from him but if you read the, his book he never let anyone take a microphone from him. Yeah. He knew, now, circumstance. Right. I uh, had to have it. But in a little way, I was like, I just took a microphone from Buddy Piper. Yeah, you're probably the first guy to do that. Yeah. And <laughs> and, and, and it's like, and, I, and I'm talking, and I, I wasn't in my body when I'm cutting that promo with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And then to come back later in the show, you and I have this spot. We do a run-in. We're beating down Logan X, and in comes Piper, and then... He swabbed, swabbed with me so hard, and I hit the ring. Yes, I, but I looked up to see you take his punch. Oh yeah, and you were selling, but you didn't have to sell. Hard. No,
0: I you know I didn't have to sell really. I mean, it, if you there's a great photo of him like yeah. following through with the hit and my face sideways, and uh. Yeah, yeah, that was great. And I, I remember him hitting me, and then I remember being on the floor and and feeling a boot in my ribs <laughs> and I powdered out so fast.
1: And I remember I powdered out too, and I was as I hit, I hit, and as he hit you right as I was rolling up. <laughs> and I remember after the show because you know we're so we're the adrenaline's pumping. Oh yeah. And I remember shaking his hand, and I looked at his hand, and he had the Hall of Fame ring on still. <laughs> and, and, and you're looking at that is the that was the size of a good catcher's mitt. His hands, they're huge. Yes. There's these. Yeah. This is a strong man. And that's why I still today I I we don't. We both care. got
0: hit by a Hall of Famer. Yeah,
1: and it my for three days my neck was yeah. was yeah. double the size on one side versus the other, and I would take any opportunity to say oh, I, yeah. what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for that moment, what did it mean to you as a fan? I mean, you, you're an explainer, but going back to your, day, your grandfather, you know, it's like what I, a moment.
0: I, it, it, I never thought I would. I never thought it would, uh, that wrestling would take me yeah. this far. Yeah. To me, I've. I, I'm, I I I'm, I feel like I'm very blessed to have gotten yeah. the ring with Piper, walked down the alley with him, yeah, um, and to have breakfast next to Harley Race this morning, yeah, and 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 uh, and uh, meet all these. Guys who were to me just the, yeah. larger than life, you know. Growing up, watching them on TV and, and hanging out with them and working well, shows with.
1: Them. As a as a pro wrestling manager, like I was, uh, you know, I've, I've I've met Jimmy Jimmy Hart before, but the, this year and last year, yeah, I've got to sit and play Wheel of Fortune slots next to JJ J. Dillon because oh. he he has a thing for those slots like I do. Yeah. <laughs> so he was talking to me this morning. Last year we were there. And, That's uh, funny. Is this one hitting? And I'm just like. Yeah, the four horsemen, man. Um, to, yeah,
0: last night, uh, yeah. Scott Hall came up to me, shook my hand, looked me in the eye, and he said, how you doing, brother? And I was just like, Scott, come on, you're bothering me again. But no, <laughs> I, I didn't. I wanted to say that. But I was just, because I loved him. And yeah. But I tell you, who, somebody who I really, really want to meet, I yeah. really want to meet real bad, the top of my yeah. list, the, yeah. as far as like uh, wrestling heroes, is without a doubt Bobby Heenan. Yeah, and unfortunately, his health's so failing, I don't know. He just had surgery today, and I heard it went well.
1: Good, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, hey, Bob, Heenan's absolutely one of the greatest. And you've kind of got oh, yeah. that You've got that Heenan wit. Oh, you, 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 <laughs> your, you, yeah. your Your promo with Ryan Taylor about sh- Show Me on the Bear where he touched you is still one of the yeah, classics in yeah. SoCal Wrestling.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun back doing those uh, interviews back then because yeah. uh, Red liked to have me interview wrestlers that weren't very well at that kind yeah. of promos. And... Taylor now is an amazing wrestler and he's yeah. great on the mic and stuff. But back then he he was he was a young or, kid. He's a young kid. He was good in the ring, really yeah. good in the uh, ring. He's but had that, yeah. uh, one of his uh, things that he needed work on was promos. He had a hard time cutting a good promo. Yeah. And uh, so all I tried to do was just just make make make, make it interesting, make it fun, and I, I liked entertaining the boys and then as soon as red would say cut everybody starts laughing that yeah. that made it fun for me but mostly i tried to make red lose it yeah and watch because i'm watching him behind the camera and i can see him start smiling and i want to keep keep going, going keep it going and, and turn the volume up a little bit more there are lots of times where as soon as he'd say cut he'd just start shaking his head and laughing <laughs> and stuff and so that was, that was always a lot of fun it was never meant to like mm-hmm. You know, offend Taylor or anybody no. else. It's just, just me having fun. You're, you're,
1: <laughs> you're good on the stick. You can carry the stick. And now you live up uh, – you live Lake Tahoe way. Um, yeah. And you you were uh, – we became good friends with you, me, and Lethal Logan X down here in, uh, or down there in SoCal. And then you you, you left. And, and now you're up, um, what we jokingly say, north of the wall uh, as a yeah. – if it was Westeros and, and you are, you, you I, I don't even know what to describe what you've been doing other than you've been taking people up on horses in the trailer trails and fighting off bears and stuff, <laughs> which is legitimate folks. This isn't a lie. This isn't a work. This isn't a story. Uh, you do, you had a, can you tell that story? The three girls who got sick?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to give you the Anne Frank version of it. Um, yeah, but I'll try and make it pretty quick. Yeah. I, uh, I was taking a, a, a group up in the mountains for a horseback ride and I get on my mule and I'm about ready to take them out. Yeah, is two ladies and um three girls. Right. So it's five of them. And I get up on my mule and uh, one of the other guides who just came in from a ride. She came up to me. And she whispered to me. She said, "Watch your ass up at the viewpoint." Right. And I said, "Why is that?" She said, "There's a big mama bear there with two cubs." Oh no! Yeah. And. And that area too is a coyote den, and the coyotes up there in those mountains—they're pretty big. They're like the size of labs. Uh, and uh, and the they're, dire the dire wolves dire, or coyotes, <laughs> <the> dire coyotes. <laughs> 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 um, and they just had like a litter of pups too, and so you'd see like puppies kind of running around and everything. It's oh, pretty wow. cool. So um, is a hot summer day, and uh, I get them up to the viewpoint. My mule is acting fine, and the thing is like he'd let me know. If, there's a bear in the area without me seeing oh, you're it Oh, you are Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so he's a lot more receptive than than me. Yeah, and
1: uh, is it like a tauntaun knowing there's a wamp nearby? That,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's gotcha. exactly it. Yeah, and I just reach up. What's the matter, girl? You know, and, and then a bear just knocks me off and drags me to a cave. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> You so these girls up the, the, the mule's fine and, and we're up at the viewpoint looking around no problems and we start to enter the forest again we're gonna make our way down the mountain and as soon as we get into the shade uh canopy of the, the woods uh the the women are starting to, they're saying something's wrong with her blah 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 and I, I turn around and uh, there's a little um she was eight years old right and she was on her horse right behind me and she she was very pale. And she was swaying around in the saddle and she was saying, I don't feel very good. I don't feel very good. I'm like, Oh shit. So I hopped off my mule, tied him up to a tree, and I'm looking around for this bear, because it's in the area.
1: You're in the yeah, you're up there.
0: Yeah. And uh and I don't have my bullwhip with me or not. I just got my knife. And uh a lot of good's that gonna do, you know? Yeah. So uh <clears throat> um and I hop off and i get over to her and she throws up all over me i grab her and i t- get her off the horse and the horse never spooked the ho- all the horses are just sitting there professional horse they're amazing horses right. they're just sitting there i grab her pull her off the horse set her in a bush because uh, it's cool right there where I, where we were and i hand her a bottle of water and i say just take some sips just relax right. And I'm and as all this is going on, I'm looking around for this bear.
1: And you're by yourself. You're the only one from the staff there. Yes. You don't have a cell phone that can really communicate,
0: right? I mean, you're I have lucky. a cell phone, but the, 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 you, you, you only get like one bar in right. certain if, spots. If lucky, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, and then there's the, the girl right behind her mm-hmm. started complaining that she wasn't feeling good, and she, and she. Her eyes were like a slot machine. She fell backwards on and was laying down on the horse's ass and started going into convulsions. Oh. So I grab her, pull her down, and the horse is just sitting there. And I'm thinking at any time they could panic or anything, but right. they, they don't. They're good horses. And I'm still I'm concerned about what's going on with these kids. Yeah. And I'm concerned about the bear. possibility of a bear like Kool-Aiding through a bush and uh, and me <laughs> like shirtless boxing the bear and the kids cheering me on. But uh <laughs> Um, Prophecy. Yeah. (laughs) Knock on wood. So, uh, pull her off, and I set her in the bush, and I gave her a bottle of water, and I'm thinking, this is, something's really bad here. And then the third one said, I don't feel good either, and I'm like, stop that. You know, (laughs) grab, grab on that fucking saddle horn, do not kick your horse, and just relax. And pull through. And just pull through. I need, I need you, really need you to not, you know, fall off the damn horse. And the women are the mothers i'm assuming right yes and they're hysterical and i told them to shut up because they're uh, i don't want them to stress out the horses and stuff like that yeah, and yeah. just make the situation worse make the kids more stressed out and panic and everything and and at this time i'm just like keeping my composure i'm like okay i gotta do this I gotta do that and uh get the kids off the horses get them water let them cool off and uh watch out for the damn bear and uh and I grabbed myself and I'm thinking, Oh, please God, please let me have a bar or two. And right. I did. And I called down to the to the crowd and I said, I need help up here right away. Right. And I'm thinking there's a camera or somewhere, or like I'm on some kind of weird yeah, TV yeah, show yeah. or something. Because Three girls so, down. Yeah, it's it's all just completely unbelievable to me. So thinking uh, you're getting ribbed by your campmates yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh I got puke on me and everything, and I and, and <laughs> one of the guys from the crowd just flew up the mountain, came up there and he saw what was going on. Yeah. and at this time, the girl who uh, went in the convulsions that fell back on the horse, she looks a lot better, and, right. she, and she said, "I she said I can get back on the horse, and I could I could get, get down, down the mountain." I said, "Okay, so I get her back up there." The other one that almost came off, that's still on there, has not improved, but it has not She's gotten green. worse. Yeah, uh, and the little eight year old girl that threw up on me, she was not getting any better; she wasn't getting any worse, but she was so weak, I could tell that she couldn't Good. she couldn't ride. So I told. Uh, the, the crew member that came up there to help me out. I said, take my mule, take her horse and take the rest of them down. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to carry the g- girl on my back down the mountain. Cause she couldn't even walk. And, um, he's like, all right. So they take off and the, her mom said, please take care of my little girl. And I'm like, I will. Yeah. And, um, got the little girl on my back and the poor thing, she's crying sure. on my back. And she barely had the strength to hang on to my shirt. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm going down the mountain on the trail, and about every twenty feet, I turn around and walk backwards like five or six feet just to see. Just if to see if a bear is coming, right? And uh, we get back to the corral, and uh, it turned out that they had food poisoning. They just had lunch before they came up to the corral for the oh, ride, wow. and, and they got food poisoning. So and I hopped in the shower, got cleaned up, and went back to work, and um, and my girlfriend said uh well what would you have done if that bear showed up well I was going to ask you yes and I said well I would have taken her off my back and said go down that trail run I mean, with all your might yes and when you get down to the end of it make a left and you'll you'll be back you know where you need to be and and she said, "What would you have done?" I said, "Try and buy her as much time as I could. I mean, I know I'm going to get gobbled up by a freaking bear, but if I could get girl, <laughs> if I could get the girl to safety, you know, you by a promise to her mother, sacrificing myself for somebody else could live a full life and everything. <laughs> I was absolutely willing to do that." And she got mad at me. She said, "You should just, t- you just toss the kid and say tough luck and just." <laughs> Bought yourself some time by yeah. throwing an eight-year-old girl <laughs> at the bear. And yeah, she's a Bobby Heenan fan too. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's spectacular. When 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 these things when you're jousting, when you're about to do some big stunt or you're in the ring right. doing something, do you, do you, and, and you're you're fighting, you're wait looking over your shoulder for a bear. I know you have to experience fear at some point. But does it? Do you process that then there when you're jousting? What's it like to be in the head of someone about to do something that normal people don't do? Uh that's a good question. Um, the blank silence says enough to me. N-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a good way. you, do, you I'm don't... afraid it's, it's not so much that I'm afraid that I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, I don't obviously don't want to get hurt. Yeah. I think I this is going to sound really kind of weird, but I think I'd be more afraid of not being able to do the things that I love rather than do the things I do love that could get me hurt. That's deep. So, That's deep. If that makes any sense.
1: And and prior, let me ask you, your life at about 29, 30, when you start making this list or whatever, and you right. start doing
0: these things, what were you doing before then? What was, what was Whiskey Fist prior to all this amazing? I, I was mentioned? just a regular Joe. I just worked 9 to 5, and I would go to work, and I'd go home, and I didn't have – I mean, I had friends I hung out with, but it's mm-hmm. not like I – uh, you know, like at the end of Goodfellas, when he comes out to pick up his paper and he's like, I'm just a schmuck, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. That's what I was afraid I was the life I was going to have if I didn't go out and and, and, and live it. life to the fullest and have the adventures that I've had and still have. Right. And i thats I wanted to not so much be somebody. I just wanted just to be me and just live a crazy, fun life. Yeah. So no, if that makes no. Sense. It
1: makes total sense, and it's inspiring in a way when you think about it. Because again, a lot of people, you know, I don't have a list. I should make a list. I'm getting too old, but it's like make a list. You know, um, I, I, you know. It would be like ah, I I want to go to a different McDonald's today, but you, 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 you know you you you've set out these goals and then you accomplish them. You work. You slept on a ring. Right. You, you forged your own armor or whatever yeah. you had to do. You know you had the these, soapbox racing. Uh, and all oh, that's so, right. Yeah. You
0: do the soapbox racing too. That was probably that that to me was scarier. I think than uh, well yeah than wrestling and, and probably jousting. You're racing down a, a asphalt road with no real braking system no right? they have brakes a braking and, system, brakes and it. steering it's it's mm. the, there's just no mechanicals that mm, there's mm. you know no engine or anything like that you're just right. you're like the little rascals that go down the hill and stuff right and, and that's but yeah i did like 60 miles an hour on the contraption that was oh that you built yourself or uh yeah, i didn't okay. build that one but i built a few carts you mm. know and stuff and crash and everything and like yeah if you look up san fernando valley illegals Soapbox <laughs> Federation, you'll you'll see some gnarly, like really crazy racing, and yeah, and it's like a demolition derby going down the hill, yeah, and it is illegal. That's thus the name, right? It's illegal in the terms of like the soapbox <laughs> federation or whatever, where two two cars go down at the same yeah. time. They're built to exact specifications this is just like a bunch of guys that just welded shit together and just see if it would roll but another and hit each other and another chapter in your life yeah what else is left on the list to be honest with you uh, i don't really have anything on there really except other than travel better pack up and go yeah i mean i'd I'd love to see (laughs) i'd love to see scotland your home, and, uh, wear the yeah. kilt there. Yeah. What's your
1: family? Uh, what's your clan out there? Macintosh. It is Macintosh. It is. So McIntosh. That's not a gimmick name. That is no. That it's a. Like it's it. a
0: real thing. My. Uh, my great 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 uh, grandmother mm. um, emigrated here alone from Glasgow, mm. and she ended up marrying a, a Native American man, a Cherokee guy. Okay. Um, he was found as an infant, abandoned on the Trail of Tears.
1: No. Really. Yeah, he
0: got adopted by a family called the Johnsons, and uh, he ended up fighting in the Civil War. He's a cavalry guy, and then later he uh, he became a bounty hunter. And I, I have paperwork that said that he collected a $300 reward for catch, catching somebody. And So, uh, this is in your jeans. Yeah, this is all starting to make sense now. Yeah, this, so, is, this is making sense. <laughs> then don't you have some, some moonshiners in your, yes, your bootleggers yes. in your family? Yeah, my grandfather <laughs> on, on my dad's side, not the one I watched wrestling with uh, yeah. the other side. My grandfather and my great grandfather both did a year and a day in Leavenworth for running moonshine from Arkansas into Missouri. <laughs> and they got to wrestle on Christmas Day. Wow. And I had their mugshots. Yeah, I've seen my you both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going to get a still and I'm going to start making my own. Right, and I'm gonna have their pictures framed up above it. Family
1: tradition, yeah, family tradition. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Nah, uh, I mean, I've known you for
1: a couple of years now, and it's just I, I admire who you are because of uh, the way you go out and get it. To know that it was, I didn't know it was on a list. I just thought it was just something you wanted to do. I mean, uh, a list would mean something you wanted to do, but it, the fact that it was a concrete goal. Yeah, all the things you've done. I just thought, you know, uh, Jay just woke up and they became a jouster. but you put it no, down. I,
0: yeah, put it down. And I just, I didn't want to end up. Just being uh, having an average, boring life where I just go to work, come home, watch Maybe. TV, take the kids to school, and just—I don't know—it just seemed bland to me.
1: Well, and you get you get yourself into the weirdest adventures, anyways. It just seems your normal part of life. I mean, you're driving down the freeway, and the one on one, you get stuck in traffic, and have to take a crap on the side of
0: the freeway. Oh yeah, that out. that was awful. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to share? Sure. I, I was um, I was on my way to work, and uh, and I had to poop, and <laughs> and I was thinking, well, I'll just get off on the next exit. Fair enough, and uh, and hit up a gas station, and and then like there's an accident or something up ahead because traffic came to a stop. It wasn't right. moving. And this is on the 101. This is where the 101 and the 134, like somewhere in that area. I don't, yeah, near, but, and, near um, the Studio
1: City area where I live. Yeah, right. Okay. And, okay.
0: Uh, and there's an area on the on the freeway there where it, um, there's a shoulder and it's like a uh, dirt little area there. Yeah, that, that's kind of far away from the bushes. Yeah, the, the, I mean the bushes are far away from it, so you could easily just pull off there and traffic is literally not moving it's a parking lot i'm sweating i have like the sewing machine leg <laughs> and uh and it's I'm, coming it's oh oh it's it's yeah it's yeah. there long s foils on attack position right yeah right so um, i'm i'm panicking i there's nothing i can do and, and and uh i put the car my truck in reverse to back up a little bit and then i pull forward and i go off on the on the shoulder there in the dirt area okay yeah and um and Mind you, I mean, I'm very close to traffic. Everybody's right there. Yeah. And I decided that it'd be a good idea to, uh, and I know everybody's watching because they're probably thinking, well, what's this guy doing? What's this guy doing? I turned my hazards on and I popped the the hood. I was going to lift up the hood and then hide on the side of the truck where people can't see me and and poop. (laughs) And and, uh, so that was the plan. I undo my seatbelt, and that was holding some pressure. <laughs> yeah, and then it, that made things worse. And my, oh yeah, yeah, and the truck—if you've—it's the Port chop express. Oh, uh, the big a, one. The that, big GMC 2500 with a six-inch lift and mud tires, and yeah, and skull and bolts and deathproof on the. Th- yeah. it sounds like death coming down the road. Oh yeah. I open up the door and I hop out. And as soon as I hit the ground, it's coming out. <laughs> I have no time to to. Get around the side of the truck and, and poop. So I just grabbed a shop rag that was on the seat and uh, for like checking oil, you know. Yeah. And uh, and I just yanked my pants down right there and I sprayed like a like a like a goose. And it's like you know the the, the, the sprinklers go like that was me. I pulled my my shirt up over my my face a bit. So, so no one could get a picture of you, right, right? And and I didn't want anybody to see my face and I didn't want to see them. So I just gave them the ass and 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 I. I rooster tailed like a, I rooster tailed probably five feet, and and I hear people like honking horns and freaking out and stuff, and and I'm like, oh no, this is horrible, and um and I clean myself with the with
1: the dirty oil shop with, rag. Yeah,
0: with the shop rag, pull my pants up, and I get back into the truck, and um and traffic still hasn't moved. And and people are honking the entire time, and I just put it in drive and I go to merge in the same spot as the sand. And there's a big rig yeah. right there behind me. The guy just took his hat off and just was like, Stuffed his cap." Yeah, he just tipped his cap and just kind of shook his head like, "Come on in, partner," you know. And yeah, uh, weren't you going to like your first day of work or something? I got called back into work because I got laid off, and oh, then because yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't want to uh hire us permanent. Yeah, so they would uh, let work us for nine months, lay us off for three, and have mm-hmm. us come back to work and so you had to make this this was yeah yeah. it's first around. day back yeah mm-hmm. i was wearing khakis the, you, <laughs> you see how horrible that would have ended this up it's just a like... bad situation oh yeah only way yeah. around
1: it holy moly oh oh good i love you whiskey fist macintosh you are one of my favorites and uh you're up there in tahoe now and yes. uh, and and doing the thing up there fighting off bears
0: yeah i went up there because work was just hard to find out here it got to a point where i was no unemployment left. I, I had no, no prospective pers- yeah. uh, opportunities coming my way, and one of the guys I used to joust with runs that corral up there. Okay, and uh, he said, "I'll give you a place to live and a thousand bucks a month of free food." Come mm-hmm. on up. All right, yeah, I'm going to go work this. You got to do so. it. Yep.
1: And uh, do you feel uh, we, you know, back here down in SoCal or there in SoCal, we're in Vegas today, of course. But uh, when we see some of the pictures you post, these beautiful snow drifts, these yeah. pine cones the size of small cars, we <laughs> always say Jay has truly found himself. Or if, I think
0: so too. You're yeah. you're happy where you're at. That I'm very happy. There's no traffic. There's no uh, mm-hmm. um, car alarms going off at two in the morning and yeah. ambulance every. 20 minutes, and it's it's very quiet, it's very peaceful. Uh, Lots of wildlife, lots of trees, clean air. I mean, you could drink right from the tap there, and it tastes better than bottled water. Right. It's really amazing. But it is a struggle because uh, I very, very dearly much miss my friends. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) that hurts the most. That's That's what this. That sucks.
1: This trip has been fun to catch up with you. We didn't yeah. get to see you last year.
0: You had moved. And, um, yeah, and I just started that job at the uh, yeah. on the mountain up there. You couldn't do it. And I'm looking at the time. And I'm thinking, oh, they're probably going to the, the Bloney blowout <laughs> right now, and they're or they're going bowling. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck, they're having so much fun. And I swore that I'd return.
1: Return. Yeah. and here you are we we, uh, we kayfabed, uh Logan X to get you here he didn't I, know I, I, he was I've
0: never seen him that happy That you're was very
1: happy because cool, you're, you're, you're you are you are you you are are hard to explain and I'm only capturing you here for a few minutes uh, on a show but uh, some people I did a I did a periscope video of you uh, standing in Paul's car on the Vegas strip last night and oh I, you
0: that's where you put it I you, thought it was going to be on Facebook
1: no something. no no I, I didn't flash
0: my tits area yeah I, yeah
1: I can maybe put it on oh. Facebook for you uh <laughs> Um, but I had some people texting me, "Who is this guy?" And uh, one of them just simply said, "He seems interesting." Like you don't, you don't even know how interesting this guy is. Uh, we were driving all around town trying to get free things because, as you said, you just enjoy getting things free.
0: Yeah. Well, another thing is too. Another tip: like if you're staying at a hotel and you want a fridge for your beer, you call, you check in, you get up to your room, and you did this yesterday. I yeah. witnessed it.
1: Yeah, I witnessed this, people.
0: Yeah, you call the front desk and you tell them that you have uh, the diabetes and that you need your medication in a refrigerator, and they'll bring one up to you for free. Because if you say I'd like a fridge brought up to my room, they'll charge you fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and you and you you went down.
1: You, you I, I was right there. Yeah, I, I walked away a little bit because I I get uncomfortable with those things.
0: I no, don't know if I could do the sandwich. No, I no. The, see, I love it. And See, a lot of this was like Bobby Heenan's <laughs> influence on me. Like uh, when he finally got uh, thrown out of the building by Gorilla Monsoon and yeah. his bag opens up and there's hotel towels and, and toilet paper <laughs> and stuff. So I make a point of like if I'm at a wrestling-related event staying at a hotel, I do that. I will yeah. grab all the, I'll grab the towels, I'll grab the toilet paper, and I'll take them with me whenever I leave. It, it's a tribute to Bobby Heenan. Yeah, it yes. is. Yeah. It That's is. my little thank you to Bobby. <laughs> and we're going to
1: get over to Binion's here a little bit, take a, take a picture with a million bucks again. For free. For free. Yeah. You do the whole thing. You, you, you
0: just have this list of free things. It's yeah, it's fun for me. And, and the wheelchair. I used to uh, have my girlfriend push me around the wheelchair <laughs> at, so we get uh, like uh it is, first in line for things. It is uh you did this at a at a, at a festival or something, right? The is one that, story you told me. Right, yeah, it's at the Ventura County Fair. Fair, I'm in, right. I'm in yes. the wheelchair and uh we have like priority parking and everything. <laughs> and uh she's pushing me up, around in the wheelchair and she totally like hated it. Yeah. And uh, she was like actually bumping me into people so that I would get upset and be like, all right, this We're is not doing it. We're not doing this. But I, I grabbed the wheels and I stopped and I looked at her right in the eye and I said, I know what you're doing and I don't care. <laughs> and she just shook her head and I just point wherever I wanted to go. Gauntlet down. Yeah. And we went to this the food court area and um, they had – it's all like public seating, these big yeah. tables everywhere. So And it's so crowded that you have to just squeeze in with strangers and eat. Yeah. And she grabbed some nachos and – and I saw a Sierra Nevada booth. And I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna go get a beer. And she said, I'm not taking you over there. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to. I'm just gonna roll myself over and grab a beer. So and uh I had to go over this 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 big grassy lawn that is just full of holes from the right. gophers and stuff. And so it was like kinda of off roading in the wheelchair, it is is difficult, but I get over there, I get my beer, and I didn't have my cup holder on the wheelchair at the right. time. Um, right. But since then, yeah, I'd put it on there. But uh, So I took uh, took my beer and I drank half of it so that I could hold it with my teeth and then roll myself back. And this uh, early 20s African-American gentleman came over and he said, "He said, where are you going, sir? And I said, oh, you see that pretty brunette over there? And, uh, way across on the thing. And she looked over and she saw me pointing at her. <laughs> and he said, all right, yeah, I'll take you over there. And the, the nice guy pushed me over to her parked me right next to her. And he said, here you go, sir. And I took his hand. I looked at him in the eye said, God bless you. <laughs> and, uh, and he walked away. And my girlfriend was just disgusted. She said, I can't believe you asked somebody. I said, he volunteered. And I said, well, watch this. Watch this. And he sat down next to this beautiful girl. And she yeah. gave him a big kiss on the cheek. And I just gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> and I said, are you kidding me? I just got that guy leaking." So It is for a good effort, a good, a good cause. I made that wheelchair into a fire pit now. Mm. I, I took Logan X's drum from his uh, washing yeah, machine. you do weird crap like that. Yeah, yeah. I took his... Uh,
1: I get, yeah, I get, I get a call from Paul, or says, yeah, I got to get the pull apart my washer and dryer, get
0: it out in the garage. Why? Jay's going to come take the drum to make a fire pit. Yes. So I took that, and uh, I took that drum, and I took the seat out of the wheelchair, and, I, yeah. and it fit perfect in there. So I welded it in there, and I got some longer bolts to extend the wheelbase of the uh, right. uh, wheelchair so that the heat doesn't melt the wheels. So and you, just,
1: you got this, and you got yeah. it now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's up, yeah, it's up in the mountains. It's up the ranch. Yes, that's a, yeah. You just,
1: you just. There's, there's not many like you, yeah. As, yeah. as Paul says. Uh, and as soon as uh, I
0: move into my, or the place that we're moving into in a couple of weeks, we're mm-hmm. leaving the, the the corral there and getting mm-hmm. our own house. I'm going to build a uh, a bar out of pallets. Right. At work, they'd um, they were getting rid of like hundreds of pallets, and I asked if I could have some, and the guy said you could take them all. Yeah. So I'm going to build a a, a floating of- deck and a bar. Oh, that's and everything. Well, it's good. You're, you're leaving this one spot where bears have come into your cabins, right? Not yours where you've lived there. But Oh, no. They, yeah. I mean, my when I moved up there, mm-hmm. the next day, I was drinking coffee and a bear walked right by me on the porch and went around <laughs> to the back of the house. And he had a tag in each ear. He tried to get in the dumpster, then he tried to get in the back of the house. Right. And uh, the house we're moving into, uh, they were gone for a couple weeks, and a bear ripped off the front door and got into their fridge.
1: Oh, into the house you're going into?
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's oh. no back fence. It just goes right off. Into are they the forest. just
1: brazen bears now? They're just they're, they're, some of
0: them are. They're just so used to humans, they're just like they're gonna get what they want anyways. Uh, some of them, uh, the, the, it, it, they're considered. Some of them are considered a nuisance, right. and they'd have to try and move them somewhere else. Okay. There's a big problem over the summer last summer. Uh, we went to a creek where uh, the, all the salmon were. Yeah. Spawning and, and I mean, you couldn't even see water. It's just, just not of fish, right? And uh, the kokanee. And uh, a bear came out and just started eating, and people were trying to get selfies. They actually, it was in the paper and everything that the cops said, You're gonna get a ticket if you yes. try and get a selfie with a bear because the idiots were getting kind of close to him. you close. Yeah, and this one bear that was eating the fish started coming towards us, and he's probably like 15 feet away. And I'm like Melissa, we gotta get out of here. You know, my yeah. girlfriend. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. Look. And I'm like, What? She's like, Look, there's, you know, and there's a, a teenager on crutches. She said, Just <laughs> waffle him in the back, and we can make a break for it if he, <laughs> if he uh, comes after us.
1: Your girlfriend twice now wants to uh, hurt ki- her hurt hurt kids. Hurt kids in front of bears. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with her plan of action. <laughs> you are a mountain man who can fight a bear. Uh, I would have to try to outrun one badly, and I don't think it would work. I run like a cartoon character. I'm not getting away from anything. Wow, what's next for you, man? As we wrap up, where 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 are we traveling now? You're starting something new, or are you just gonna uh, rest up there with the fire pit made out of it? Yeah, gonna
0: do that. Gonna get gonna get married next year. That's uh, right. We're gonna try and do that, and then try and go see London and Scotland. And and uh, what, are you CDs? doing anything special for the wedding other than up there? You put some posts right? It's a yeah. Well, a thirty dollar cover. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> like we had a guest list that was pretty long, yeah. and um. But we can only accommodate a certain amount of people. Right. And so we're like trying to, well, this person has to go. This person, you know, can't, cannot invite this one, you know. Right. And it was just, it was frustrating. It was stressful. And it's like, yeah. f- how are we going to do this? And I just said, screw it. We'll just make it a pay-per-view. Front, front row, front seats, you know, 50 bucks. You know, general admission, 30. And if anybody really wants to go, they can. Yeah. You know, and the, 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 the guest list will sort itself. And she, I thought she's going to get pissed. She's like, that's actually a pretty awesome idea. So she, I, don't, I honestly don't know if we're going to do that. I don't tickets know. Tickets to your wedding. It's going to be I don't over, think I, could, I don't think I'd miss it. Yeah, it, I hope not. I mean, it's it's going to be, and that's the thing too, is like we, we don't want any gifts. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to give us anything, give us money so that we yeah. can go make our honeymoon happen. Right, So that's the way to do we're it. We're going to have the, the reception first. People are going to hang out and talk and drink and stuff, and then Piper's going to Play the oh okay. We're going to come out, get married and then hang out with everybody. And then
1: finish up. That's it. That seems about right. Yeah. That seems like the way you it's should do it. It's not going to
0: be some big drawn out.
1: Thing. No. No. No, I like those weddings that are quick to the point. Let's start eating and partying, but I like that you got a pregame.
0: Yeah, the party starts first.
1: That's a great idea. Right. Just kind of mill about, start drinking, then yeah. get married. Drink some more yep that sounds like a plan well uh Jay thanks for sitting down with me here on the knapsack files oh, this was fun this was no fun. man you I I again I, I, there's not enough time to truly capture your essence I just want people out there to get to get to know and, and oh, man, in the end you've got an inspiring story uh, about chasing dreams and setting goals and actually working your ass off to accomplish them and, and I love that and that's a great thing to share we're going to go uh, have some more fun here in Vegas tonight maybe get some free things uh, <laughs> elsewhere and uh, um, uh, it will be a long time till I get to see you again after this yeah. week but uh, it will be well worth the wait because you make it uh, make it so. Oh thanks man. No problem and of course if you want to follow Whiskey on Twitter you can I know you're not an overly Active Twitter. No, I'm not. I'm. But he's yeah. on there as uh, it's Whiskey Fists, right? At Whiskey Fists. Yes. But the whiskey is spelled a little different. I'll get it up here. What, it's, right uh, it's
0: without. It's, it's the Scottish way. It's without the e. Without the American e. whiskey is with an e. Right. So this and is Scotch whiskies with just so just Without.
1: at whiskey fist w h i s k y f i s t s follow this man uh on on uh on uh on twitter if you want maybe we'll uh, rope him into getting uh, a little bit more um uh, yeah, I on need to Twitter. be more
0: active on Twitter. But
1: that's that. It's been fun. Great to have you here. The Knapsack Files can be found on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Once again, thanks for making me number one on Podomatic, at least for a moment, here this week while we're in Vegas. It was good news for me to get. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ken Knapsack. Go to the Knapsack Files Facebook page or the Ken Knapsack Facebook page and uh, join the conversation there. Who knows who I'll have in studio next. So, until next time, we will see